Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100%, fuck yeah. Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going. And at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Welcome to episode 60 of the Just Life podcast. Gritty, real, and uncensored insights that have you living your best life on your terms. We are joined by Sanjeev. Sanjeev. I will probably not get that name properly the first time around. Um, from the Street Gentleman. And uh, he's talking with us about an amazing context for life for men. Uh, about being effective versus efficient. The to-do lists and, and the, the bullshit hustle that we all tend to get consumed by. The, uh, the dynamic of family and the connection from a place of values. Self-improvement through presentation. Personal expression through style. How your style makes you feel. And then creating the ultimate version of yourself. First off, how did you come across the Just Life it, it, Through uh, Tony, Tony McGrath. Oh, of course. Yeah, so yes, his that interview. guy knows everything. He does. And everybody. Very well connected and intelligent. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we, we met uh, a while ago. I'm trying to remember when, when we met. It was, it was last year for sure. And then um, we've stayed in touch, you know, met up for coffee a couple of times and, and see each other at events. And um, and then, yeah, of course, follow each other on, on social media as well. So I saw right. share his interview. Um, I think it was in December. Yeah. Yeah. Surrender. But this wouldn't have been December, it would have been earlier than that because we were in Mexico. Oh, okay. But, but around there, yeah. Yeah, like end of last year, Yeah, basically. And, and uh, so I listened to it and, and, and it, was, it was cool. Like I learned a lot about his story. Yeah, he has a crazy story, man. Yeah, oh. yeah. That dude is legit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the, the, the premise really inside of The Just Life, and I don't know if you know uh, much about what it is that we're up to here, mm-hmm. it is uh, really just a platform for... Uh, for people to share what it is that we are grappling with, okay, that we ha- are challenged by, that we've uh, found success in, or found un- uh, a lack of fulfillment inside of, like it's it's all inside of now. the The irony in ca- in calling it the Just Life, which is an acronym for Get Your Shit Together, right? That we never truly have our shit together. Mm-hmm. That there's always something that we are dealing with. And most of the time, we're we're dealing with it on our own, and uh, feeling like we got to deal with it on our own. And we say that that's just not how it goes. Right. That it actually needs to go a different way, and it's around creating community and and getting people around uh, around your your things that you're grappling with, and that and that the resolution, the 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 diamond, that magic piece comes out of it. And so stop siloing, stop trying to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. and get around community. And that's part of this. Uh, our vision is living your best life on your terms. And it can only happen when you have a, a really dynamic, vibrant community around you. Right. Um, because we say so. And that's it. So, uh, 
So that's what we're up to here. And we love it when we got new flavor on the mic, uh-huh. new perspective on the mic, because there's always something really incredible that is being shared uh, that I get to learn from, you know, our, our listeners get to learn from, that you get to learn from. Um, so tell me a little bit about your week. How's your week been? Oh, the week itself has been, it's always an interesting question because it always feels like a blur. It does. You know, by the yes. time you get to the end of the week, by like, you know, by the time Friday, Saturday hits, it's like, what happened this week? And then you must just take a few minutes to sit back and, and reflect. But, uh, um, I'd say overall it's been good. I, th- I think even, even with challenging weeks, to try and find the, the, you know, the silver lining within it. And, um, we it's, were just talking about that not too long ago, right? Really? Earlier this morning. Yeah, the, the challenging weeks. I totally, I'm on board, man. And my weeks are pretty smooth. Like He's butter, such a liar. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know what you guys are talking about right now, all this breakdown stuff and dealing with things. That's not my world. Well, what's the secret? <laughs> what's the, secret? <laughs> yeah. the secret is you lie your ass off and pretend and then try to look good. That's right. Okay. No, that's, that's Maybe have a stroke or something the in the typical. process. That's certainly not what we're up to around here. So you, you did some reflection or, or are you just doing that reflection right now and, and kind of getting a sense of how your week's been? I, I, I generally try and do it um, in little pockets throughout the day, like a lot of journaling, um, that, that type of thing, you know, sitting by myself and just, just reflecting. Last night I actually did a good chunk of that as well. And, and um, um, yeah, journaling I think is, is a huge part of that. And, and even just setting aside time to, to be alone right after a long week and, and, and you know, um, so I work work in a marketing agency during the day, full time. Oh, nice! So this is your hustle, then your uh, your gentleman. What do you call it? Street gentleman. Street gentleman. Yeah, my image consulting is is uh yeah. So I'm, I'm working on building that up, and it's interesting how um, I, I think you touched on this earlier about um, well, basically the the idea that um, well, like what we're dealing with internally, right? And one one of the things for me that I've sort of been dancing with is, is the idea of of like that like nonstop at 24 seven, like the hustle grind sort of mentality. Yeah, totally. Right. It's, it's been over, it's been blown out of proportion. And and I think people are really buying into that idea that it's gotta be, you know, you're sleeping, like maybe you're not even sleeping at all. Well, it's, it's a blindly buying into and not being responsible for what that actually means. Right. Right. People are not actually present to what it means to be effective versus efficient. Right. Right. People always are efficient. Like I'm getting lots done. I'm I'm busy. busy. I'm like so significant right now. And the reality of it is most of the stuff that we focus our energy on is bullshit. Right. And, and you actually will never get to the bottom of a to-do list that you invent things to put on it. So, well, you're spending time inside of like sitting down and contemplating about your day. You're spending time adding t- to your to-do list. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with it, but it is effectively a black hole. It can yeah. pull you in like, like overthinking and like, uh, you're just like planning and planning and planning, like what's the next step and then this and yeah. that, it, it can pull you in and, and consume you. Right. Yes. Yes. It does consume you. So inside of saying that, like, what are you discovering for yourself with, with your reflection and, and with that hustle? Cause it sounds like to me, you've been definitely working hard. And then now it sounds like there's some new kind of something newly that you're present to around that. Yeah. I, it's always been in the back of my mind. That, that, that idea, like what you just touched on as well, the idea of being more more efficient and, and working smarter as opposed to working harder um, and focusing on, on what are what are really the, um, 
I guess the most pressing tasks yeah. that need to be taken care of and, and everything else is basically, you can almost label it as, as busy work. 100%. A lot of it can be, right? Um, and I think, I think that's, I know for myself, I've been guilty of, of that, getting caught up in, in the busyness of it and feeling like it is, mm. um, you know, the, the right type of, like the needle moving mm. type of activities where, where it's maybe not really the case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been there or not. Yeah, but, on a but, daily basis, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was uh, my whole week yeah. in one way or another. Yeah, that's the, yeah, it's a, it, it can be inevitable. And at the same mm-hmm. time, I think, you know, what, what is key is to have conversations like this where you start to discover and with, you know, with people who are actually up to stuff, you start to discover, oh, okay, yeah, most of the things that I focus on are not that important. They just make me feel significant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels totally. good right in the yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about Sanjeev. Sanjeev, yeah. What's your story? Where uh, are you resident Calgarian? Have you come here from somewhere else? Uh, born and raised. Okay, born and cool. Raised in Calgary, yeah. And where's your family from? Rare breed. From yeah, we are uh, from Fiji. Actually, my parents parents were born there, and they came here. Um, it's been about forty years they've been here, so it's it's been so Calgary, Canada is, has has been home for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me a sense of your uh, your background in your family. Um, what was important being raised? What What are you taking with you? Have you taken with you so far? Mm-hmm. Give me a sense of that. Oh, good quality time for sure. Yeah. With one another. Uh, we, we see each other on a regular basis, like at least once a week, you'll see my folks. And then I, I have a, you know, we have a, you know, core group of, of extended family as well that we'll, we'll connect with at least, at least once a month as well. So having that sense of community within, that's amazing within our family and then staying in touch with everyone from, from overseas and in different cities and, and, and you wow. know, in the States and that kind of thing. We, you know, we, my parents do a really good job of, of, you know, communicating with them and, and just staying um, up to date with what's going on in their lives with my aunts, my uncles, my, my cousins and all that. And do you think that is a typical way a family works? No, no, no <laughs> not really. I've, I've even talked to my buddies too. And, and I know for sure that, that it's, it's, it's rare. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that, like to have them. And, and, and it's, it's all love too. Like we're, we're really tight and, and that's, I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Wow. What, what does it take to do that? Because I, there is, I know we all think it's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it'd be nice. And then we get together with our families and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone as far as I can go with this really good idea. What do you think is the the element that's missing that um, maybe others can work on including inside of? Because it's, it's, it, can, it can be a hard thing to find. Mm-hmm. I th- from from what I've noticed, it's 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 a lot of um, lately shared values is what it comes down to, right? Having a similar, maybe not the exact same mindset, sure, yeah, because um, I don't think we agreed one hundred percent on everything, but um, that would be boring too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's just so it's vanilla. Well, it sounds to me like everyone in your family is actually committed to being connected. Yeah, R- rather than one person being the catalyst or the driver, like, hey guys, let's get together again. Like everyone's actually in communication. I get you said that your mom is kind of that person, but everybody's committed to it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, my my, you know, my aunts, my my cousins and stuff. Like different people will host, and and, and yeah, they're all 
all involved. It's not like one person is just trying to pull the, right, right. the whole wagon. So. And have you been back home? I imagine you've been back home. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Uh, last time would have been 2012 for one of my cousin's weddings. Okay, cool. Um, so seven years. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll all stay in touch. Actually, I literally talked to that cousin um, that got married back in Fiji uh, last week, a week ago. So Wow. Um, just over the phone. but Right. But we still, yeah, still stay, okay. to stay connected, cool. which is nice. You pointed to something really interesting, and that is an alignment of values. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. I think if we are missing a fundamental alignment of values, we will never be able to create that dynamic. There will always be tension because we're always, <clears throat> we're all looking at life from a different lens. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is how do you get aligned on values as a family? That, that, that can be tricky. I think and it depends on the person too, right? Personalities and, and mindset is a big part of that too. Is someone really fixed in their mindset, not willing to, to adapt or change or look at things from a different perspective? Is your family, do, do they have any religious context at all? Uh, yeah, we, we grew up um, like with Hinduism, believing that that was a huge part. Um, and we're still, I think we're still um, very much, my parents at least are, are still very much committed to it, but we've definitely shifted to more of a spiritual perspective i'd say over the last last decade or so mm. last you know five to ten years um yeah definitely more spiritual all, all of us um but but there's still that element of, of hinduism that's that's there but it's not like strict and and, and restricting as well what would you say that value yeah. is for you guys that um that one or two that really anchors your family i, I think it all comes down to love mm-hmm. um i don't know if that's really a value but it but it's it's something that we all um, you know, cherish and, and, and prioritize for sure. It's really about that quality time and, and, and being together on a regular basis because like we all know that life moves fast. I see my nieces grow up from, from babies to, to to kids now, right? And they have their own personalities and, and ways of, of behaving. And, and uh, I, I think it really is. Like life goes by so fast. Like you asked me earlier about how the week, how my week was. And, yeah, and, and, bit of a blur. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure you guys might feel the same way too about yours. And Yes, it was a blur. (laughs) Thankfully, I did do some journaling to to anchor some of those important and meaningful things to not lose sight of Mm -hmm. so that I can get grounded in uh, what actually is making the difference versus the things that I have not completed yet. Right. Uh, Because there is no... That's critical, man. What is like the things that are actually important and acknowledging what you've actually done versus what's next. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and I, I talk about this a lot. There's, if we are not focused on what's really meaningful and worthwhile in the moment, mm-hmm. uh, or in the long term, that they influence each other. We are running around wandering lost really for the most part. Um, and it and it and it requires community to be able to uh, check in to to really not challenge but to confirm or um, true up what we feel is important and necessary versus busy because right. sometimes we get caught up in the busy and we think it's important mm-hmm. um, and of course if we're all, the only one checking in with ourselves that can be a very dark, scary, and lonely path. Yeah. I've got this all handled. I don't need anyone. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really present to, uh, right now, 
what's missing in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unfortunate. And I'm at a point in my life where I, I, I'm clear there's a, a fundamental difference in values. And then I'm left with, and now what? Right. If I, if I have such a fundamentally different outlook on life and have uh, very different values in place than, than my folks and, and my family, what do I do with that? Uh, because there are many times I would really love to get to, to be able to have that dynamic with my family. And, um, it is, it doesn't go that way all the time when we get together. It, it can be pretty, pretty opposite. This is an interesting thing. I'm feeling super confronted right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when, you know, when you're, uh, when you have something that you're dealing with and, and it's like, you're right about it. You know what I mean? Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You're like, I'm like, like no, you know. this is how it should be. I'm right about this thing. Yeah. And I'm actually blinded right now by my rightness around how my mom should be. Mm. So I like had, I had this breakdown with my mom this week. I was okay. having a conversation with her and <clears throat> I don't want, I don't want to, there's, there's like, I don't want to get into story and I don't want to like, there's nothing wrong here. I don't want to bash my mom. It's just that we saw, we see the way that life should go, the way that you should live life, what it means to be responsible, what it means to uh, be, have a meaningful life. Right. And, and that you have wherever you're at right now, you have a hundred percent of your life left. Yeah. Right. So you have a choice. You can be resigned in what's not working for you. You can be like, okay, well, this hurts or I don't have these resources or I'm not educated in this way. So then that means this is what my life is going to now look like. You can be resigned in that. Or you can look at your life and look at what you're up to and look at what you actually want and take a new action. doesn't matter what it is. It could be going for a walk around the block or it could be going to get educated. It doesn't matter. The point is you can take a new action. And whether you take those actions or not, you're not right or wrong. And I have it that you got to take those certain actions and live your life a certain way or else now that I'm really seeing it or else you're wrong. Mm. Right. And I've been like making my mom wrong about how she's living her life because she's not a fundamental misalignment in terms of how you get along with each other. Yeah. And those values that you're talking about. Right. It's like there's a there's a misalignment in a lot of our values. And what you're pointing to right now what should follow that, what I just said is like, look, there's a misalignment in our values and we don't see life the same way. And it's easy for me to be like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Then I'm going to go do my life. I'm going to go raise my kids. I'm going to go build my community. And if you want to come stop by sometime or be in touch, that's cool. But I'm not going to worry about it too much. Right. Do you see how there's like, what's missing is actually love. Right. What's actually missing is love and my commitment to loving my mother. That's it. Where, Where do you see compassion fitting into all that? Yeah, love and compassion. Compassion, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's like you look at, absolutely, love and compassion, because that's what I say. I walk around saying I'm a compassionate person, yet Mm -hmm. I look at this woman who's lived a a hard life and has a a background that I'm quite related to, Mm -hmm. and there's a total lack of compassion. Would you say because you're, she's so important to you? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, that maybe there, there's yeah. less of that. Like there's some there's some work that I'm involved in with an organization called Landmark. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, and but one one of the one of the um, we cover distinctions in the work, and there's a distinction 
um, between uh, something called being committed to something mm. versus being attached to something, mm. right? And you you can already you can kind of pick up what I'm laying down right now. It's like I'm totally attached to this thing, going a certain way. It's got to go this way, or this is how it's got to be, or whatever. But what's actually true about that is that anytime you're attached to something, there's always an underlying commitment. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely committed to that thing, but you're actually attached to it. So if I'm attached to it, though, that is going to impact my way of being about it. Thus, maybe love and compassion disappearing because I'm so fucking compact or so, so attached to it having to go a certain way. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And then I lose sight of what really matters, which is love and compassion. Mm. Right. Oh, oh, this is really, so cool. It's, yeah. That's, yeah that, there's a lot of layers to it. There's, so, there's more than just... Looks like I need to have a conversation with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> Speaking on um, commitment, mm-hmm. you have... So you mentioned that you got a um, your full-time gig. It's uh, in, the, in the marketing creative space. Yeah. Um, not to go too deep down that, that rabbit hole, but do you like that type of work? I, I do enjoy it actually. Awesome. Very um, cool. That's yeah. it. I'm done yeah. with that conversation. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like good for you. Awesome. Let's move on. I'm joking aside. I'm in that same space and I have uh, mixed reviews about some of the shit that we deal with in that world. Mm-hmm. That's another podcast for another time. <laughs> That's what, I'm, what I'm curious about actually is your commitment to, um, to other people in, in a very different lens. Um, some might have it show up like it's pretty superfluous, superficial, and um, maybe a bit contrived. Like you really focus that much on how you look, right. how you show up right. visually, and and you help people do that. So uh, in in the gig that you do on the side, yep. um, you tell me what your commitment is in, in that world because uh, there's a lot of interpretation mm-hmm. in that space. And I'm, I, I really want to just set set a, a powerful, clear context for you. It's a way of, right off the bat, it's it's to, um, to, to positively impact and empower men through, through style. I, I've seen what it's done in my life um, and how to improve my, my, my self-image, my confidence, and, and even my personal brand as well. It's played a big role in developing who I am as, as an individual and, and uh I see, I see a lot of men on a, on a daily basis that maybe haven't even tapped into their full potential when it comes to that aspect of things and, and, and not fully expressing who they are through, through the way they present themselves. Mm. And, and, and you can see it um, not, not just in you know, the material side of things. I, I think that's where, where things can get a little bit you know, messy and, and getting caught up in labels and, and having to wear like the, you know, the hottest trends and, and, and staying up or you know, keeping up to date with all that type of stuff. I, I think that's... Um, almost irrelevant. To that's what where I we do. go. Most people is, is mm-hmm. where we go when we hear something like that. Yeah. But that's not the case. That, that's not what, yeah, that's not my goal. That's not what drives me. And also what people hear is like, well, that means you have to look a certain way. But what I'm really hearing in your commitment is that you're committed to sh- supporting people and showing up in the way that they say they want to show up. Yes. And actually have them be fully self-expressed in who they are, not like fit in with the image. Not at all. No, yeah, no. I love not, that. Yeah, it's more, yeah, more about be, yeah, being full, like, like full potential, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's really about completely expressing yourself, and, and style is, is a vehicle for doing that. Like people, you know, people use music, um, art, uh, wh- whatever it is, right? There's a lot of different mediums that people express themselves through, right. 
Uh, writing is another big one. But but yeah, for, for me, style, I think, is one of those really important vehicles that's often overlooked. So let's dive into this because I, uh, I really like it. Um, I agree 100% that uh, in making first impressions and doing it in a way where you are leaving people feeling really good about the interaction mm-hmm. uh, and there's a long lasting impression that's being made. How do people show up in making the request to have you help them? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Like wh- when are they ready to, to get yeah, my, what's my showing up in their world? How are, uh, what's changed in their world that has them now be seriously thinking about it? I, there's a couple of different factors for sure where, where it's either they've, tried tried a few different things and and it hasn't really worked for them and and they've come to the conclusion that they need some some help right to 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 achieve their goals personally professionally whatever it might be now is it coming from a place of i've i've dressed this way um i've done the suits i've done the casuals is it is it coming from that space or is it something uh a bit deeper than that it's usually deeper actually it's more more so yeah, there, there are some some men that have come to me in the past about uh, you know looking to advance their careers. I think that's a big part of it. Um, but but then there's also the personal side of things too. Like I mentioned, the self image earlier as well, where um, maybe not getting the whether it be feeling as confident as they'd like to or leaving that lasting impression as, as powerfully as they would like to as well. Um, it, it definitely is more of an internal thing than it is um like an outward sort of style like you know get the attention look good on instagram type of thing right 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 right. um it's about it's really about being uh i'm saying i say express but really it's about being being comfortable and feeling good and being confident when you get out in the world yeah right because i i I, what i wrote down here was this is really an exercise in being known Mm -hmm. you know because i can show up to a meeting or whatever it is like oh well if i'm going to this type of meeting i I probably should put on a tie or maybe i should write like that and what can happen is obviously because we're animals you know when you show up i'm instantly making assumptions about you yeah and the way that you dress and all that kind of thing and now all of a sudden maybe the person is making the wrong assumptions about me depending on how you present yourself depending on how you present yourself like i mean it's subtle but it it matters i want to be known such that they look at me and go like okay yeah this is guy is this type of person and I want them to be fairly accurate in their assumption. Right, right. right. Yeah, it comes down to like how you want to, yeah, what, what you're looking to achieve personally, right? Maybe, maybe you do want to come across as that really polished professional type of guy or maybe maybe it's more of, um, especially in the creative world, right? There's more of that approachable, like free-flowing sort of nature too, right? That, okay, if you're a creative person, you want to you wanna be able to to express that in the way you, you present yourself. And, and if you show up in, in something looking stiff, it's like, People might question your ability to create if, if that's the case. That's you know, it's an yeah, example. Yeah, it's an example. Really good example. Really good example. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think a lot of it does come down to when, when. So coming back to your original question, is is men come to me um, for help? Um, th- th- there's a lot of limiting beliefs that, that are also associated with what's holding them back. Um, that's a huge part of it. The limiting beliefs because all the information exists, right? If if you want to. If you type in a Google search, um, how to dress well, you're going to get millions, hundreds of millions, if not, you know, a billion results on, <laughs> yeah. on, on blog posts and videos, yeah. right? <laughs> Pick up an op, you know, copy GQ or whatever, right? And go to a popular men's style blog or something. Um, all, all the answers are out there, but it's, it's really a matter of um, filtering through all the noise and then finding out what actually works 
for an individual. So speaking of that, you, you raise a good point with that. You know, because if I were to come to you, yep. I can tell you that I would be like, right? So what are the types of conversations you have with people? What mm-hmm. types of questions are you asking? How do you actually get to? Because I'm assuming that a lot of people come to you like, hey, man, this isn't working and I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that look like? Um, so, so I do have a couple of questionnaires I have them fill out. Okay. Um, so there's an initial one, which, which you know, leads me to a discovery meeting with them. Wow. Um, and then once we agree to work together, I have a deeper one. Um, that, that dives, you know, gets more inside of their heads. So basically it's all about, um, understanding what, what the ultimate version of themselves looks like. What, what is the ideal? Like, you know, no limits. Who, who is that person? What does that look like? How does he feel? How does he carry himself? How does he, how does he make people around him feel? Right. Um, maybe wow. like coming back to that impression that you make, right? You walk into a room and, and people are basically sizing you up within the first couple of seconds, right? As soon as you know, you catch their attention and then in that same sort of vein, like what's, what's been holding them back from, from achieving that? Like, what are those limiting beliefs? Um, you know, what are, what are some of those other things that have maybe been preventing them from becoming the ultimate version of, of themselves? Hmm. Wow. That's awesome. It's really like a vulnerable, intimate experience. It sounds like it's pretty deep. Yeah. I, I try and get as deep as possible because it's, it's important, right? It's, 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 it's a part of our identity at the end of the day. And I love that you're doing this with men. It's so great. So do you have any examples of like, you know, the difference in how somebody shows up with you. Cause you know, not to be too stereotypical here, but Mm -hmm. like I can just imagine some of the people that show up and how it's sort of like, they're still stuck in like being a man. Like I got to have it together. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to look weak, Yeah, you know, like that. And then all of a sudden you start to do some digging and really get to like the heart of the matter. And then this is like transformation. Yeah, guys open up a lot, a lot more than I expected when I initially started. I Absolutely, because we're all we're starving for it. We are starving for it, and and I hate to use the the term safe space, safe space in case Scott's listening, but but you know we're all looking for a place that's like, okay, is this a place where I can let my guard down? Right. Because I don't want to get attacked or be be you know like I said perceived as weak or. Or get hurt, really. But, yeah, I don't want to get hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so true, and and that, that's that's an important thing that I do too is make sure that I create a safe space. Um, it's a judgment free zone, right? and I know these men are coming to me because they're looking for help, and and um, it's important that they feel comfortable. Yeah. So it sounds like your people are bringing real stuff. Like I mean, these are people who want relationships or new jobs, or they want to just again just be out there in the world and be confident in themselves. Like there's really like actual things that matter that they're bringing to the conversation not just like hey dude like i want to look cool yeah yeah Yeah. it's a lot deeper than than just just the image right it's 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 really that internal type of stuff like you mentioned uh you know yeah improving their social life maybe you know some of them you know getting into dating and eventually getting married and starting a family um that type of stuff right and and even even maybe feeling stuck in their their career and they, they notice that um there's a there's a common term called executive presence I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it, but it's basically like like basically how like CEOs and and those you know those top tier type of guys um, carry themselves and, and and present themselves as well, and they they basically just categorize it as executive presence, and and that's something that that yeah, well executives look at at potential candidates um, within their company, their organization. If you know, are, are these guys do they have that executive presence? Um, and then it comes down to well, how they present themselves and, and also how they, how they carry themselves as well, right, in, in body language. And is this someone you could make, 
the the face of your company? Could you put them in front of clients or, or, or whatever it is? And 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 one of those factors is is style, and that's something some of the men that have come to me have taken into consideration when they've okay. asked for my help. That's powerful shit. Well, that, that's pretty awesome. So, um, what would be for those listening? What would be some things that uh, you could get? the men to begin to inquire about for themselves if this is a thing that they're like, you know, I, I might be worth pursuing, exploring a little bit more for myself. Is, is there like, yeah, if, if to reflect on their own mm-hmm. situation and, and I would, yeah, I would definitely consider like, what, what is your life look and feel like right now? And is that coming back to like, is that the ultimate vision for yourself like does it feel like you're fully in alignment um i I think we all have that sort of i don't know if you want to call it like the hero or maybe the champion version of ourselves Mm. in our mind that ultimate you know that hands down sometimes he's all chained up yeah same same here (laughs) right sometimes it doesn't feel like he even exists right shackles in the basement like william wallace that's right (laughs) yeah um yeah consider that for sure, I would start with like looking at like, okay, what's your current situation? But what does it ideally look like as well? And is, is there a gap there? And I think for some men, it's, you know, it's already, it's already lined up. And, and for other men's, uh, for men, um, that there's, there's a much wider gap in place. And, and that's maybe when you want to reflect and, and, and start to consider like what's, what's missing and what are some of the small steps I can take today to uh, work towards that. Yeah. And be realistic with yourself around, the gap between where you are, where you are, and, and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. We have a tendency to want to just take the leap mm-hmm. and uh, and be completely unprepared for just how far the gap really is. Yeah, transform everything all at once. That's right. <laughs> and then you wonder why it's not working. I'm going to cross this chasm and I'm going to do it with 500 pounds of shit on my back. Yeah. And then I'm going to wonder why I don't make it. Because I can. Yeah. <laughs> so how can people uh, reach you if they want to dig in a little bit more and explore yeah they can always email me uh sanjeev at streetgentleman.com that's s-u-n-j-e-e-v at streetgentleman.com um the website as well streetgentleman.com is i you know i I stay pretty um up to date with with my content and i have a lot of blog posts and producing more videos recently um so doing that and social media is a big part um instagram facebook and and linkedin as well are all uh, so Instagram and and Facebook are both street gentlemen, and then LinkedIn is Sanjeev Sanjeev Prasad. Awesome! Wow, this was awesome. Hey, uh, yeah, this was awesome. So I'm definitely gonna follow you on Instagram. But can I, can I now? Can I now get a little bit silly? Because if <laughs> yeah. you said I've never done anything this structured or formal before, so mm-hmm. now that the hugely air quoted formal part of the podcast <laughs> is done, I've got a question for you. Sure. So I don't know any like I have it that I don't know anything about style. Okay. Okay. And so then I see like a lot of these trends, you know, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people will start doing things because, you know, other people are doing it, right. and, it and it's cool. Right. And so what is with dudes not wearing a belt with a button down shirt in their pants? I can't get with that. Oh, just like, like leaving the belt all together. Yeah, or? like no belt. And yeah. now I'm seeing so many people do it and people mm-hmm. who actually look good. So I'm thinking, okay, this must be a thing. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. You definitely see it in the bespoke world for sure. What, what, sorry, what is that? Uh, c- custom suits, bespoke. Bespoke, bespoke, yeah, custom custom suits, basically okay. where where they yeah they're tailored to fit you at the waist, and then some of them will have 
um, like adjustable. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, I got that. Your pants are not going to fall down. Yay. Yeah. But, but why are they not wearing a belt? <laughs> like, I don't care question. about that. It's ridiculous. I think it, I, th- I think it looks... But um, maybe I'm old school. I think Vern might be attached. I'm a little attached. Maybe I might be old school or whatever, but I'm like, yo, son, put a belt on. You know, like, that's what I'm, where I'm at with that. You lose your pants. So is it, what like, what is that driving that trend? Because I know, like, we all get that we don't just wear belts to keep our pants up, right? Mm-hmm. We are on the same page on that. Yes. Sorry? We are on the same page that we're not just wearing belts to keep our pants up, right? Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's, cool. So what's, accessory too, yeah. what would you say? Like, maybe it doesn't matter, but what would you say about that trend? Like, why is that a thing? I think it looks totally incomplete. It looks like you forgot your belt. Yeah, it looks like feels like something's missing. Yeah, like it's an accessory that I think adds a lot to a look, regardless of what the look is. Yeah, yeah. personally, it sort of brings it all together, completes it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What 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 drives well any trend for that matter is is there's a lot of different things that could drive trends. Um. In in this case, I, th- I think it, it it might come back to the custom suit guys and 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 it really, um, almost mimicking that um that 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 look right if 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 they haven't achieved it themselves right if you're not actually wearing a custom suit i'll just like ditch the belt because these pants fit right yeah Yeah, exactly exactly that's what a lot of style is right it's it's a lot of it is 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 sort of um and then there's this great documentary that came out a few years ago it's like a 15 minute documentary called uh, influencers yeah and they talk about how how trends start um at least in north america and um, so they, they focus on there's a neighborhood in New York called the Lower East Side where a lot of creatives are. right. And, and um, so what will happen is that these creatives are, are typically it's like that starving artist um, stereotype that, that lives in that area. But it's a cool spot. And uh, a lot of them would shop at thrift stores. Right. right. Where a lot of older stuff would end up right from whatever decade. And and that, that's why we're seeing some of the stuff coming back from like the 80s, 90s, 70s, because a lot of these creatives were, were they're picking it up in thrift stores um in the lower east side right making it look cool and then people you know throughout new york would see it and be like, oh that's a cool okay, okay. And, then, and then like a designer would create it right and then it goes mainstream and then like you know the whole world picks it up and so it just sort of starts in this area where um these creatives are, are really using their imagination to put together these outfits and yeah, that gives you one of those things where you're like where the fuck did that come from yeah and then you're like oh like yeah it, it was born somewhere then it caught heat and then it spread right yeah and then someone reproduces it right it gives it a modern twist uh, i'm thinking like these uh you know these people who produce i'm sure you can get like really expensive and fancy belts they're probably mm-hmm. just like yo we're not liking this like buy my belt this, yeah, this yeah it's not good for the belt market that's great man are you satisfied with your answer about the belt Vern? i, I yeah, could go that? on and on you know that <laughs> no, i got it thank you custom answer. suits though is the big thing that's and, what it seems like yeah yeah i think maybe it's just something to be like okay well my dad wore a belt so let's be different yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah totally and at the end of the day we are really striving to find our unique um the the, the elements that make us unique in the world and uh, sometimes it starts with uh, putting the belt aside. <laughs> Put the belt away. It starts with the belt. All right. So this was episode 60 of the Just Life podcast. We had Sanjeev from The Street Gentleman join us. And it was uh, a real pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. Uh, I really get what you're up to and, and what you're looking to uh, support uh, us men in really showing up powerfully. So keep keep hustling and keeping it in balance 
because I know you got lots of other stuff going on. And it makes the difference. This type of work, the type of work that we're all really looking to do makes a difference for people. So thank you for taking the time out on a Saturday morning to jam with us on the mic and to share what it is uh, that you are creating in the world. This was super cool. Thank you for having me. And and, uh, yeah, you guys are very welcoming, great energy right off the bat. And this is basically an ideal way to spend a Saturday morning. It's a great way to start the day for sure. Yeah, we agree. We agree. All right. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Bam!